0: Hello, I'm Rupert Bell, and thanks for listening to my latest Racing UK radio podcast. And as winter bites, what a relief it was that we were able to enjoy two quite fabulous days at Cheltenham. Saturday's eight-race card was an extraordinary feast. So many highlights, I'm not quite sure where to start. But I suppose pride of place has to go to Paul Nicholls and his four-timer. It had been suggested that Nicholls would struggle to retain his Champions Trainer's title this season, as many of his star performers... Maybe be heading into the equine sunset. But this talk seems to have only spurred him on. Pride of place amongst his winners has to be masterminded, which gave him a staggering six straight tingle creek. Nell Feely grabbed his chance and proved ice cool and showed Masterminded's talents off brilliantly. Sometimes Paul Nichols can, and who can blame him, appear to go through emotions when giving his post-race quotes. This was definitely not the case after this win. The adrenaline was pumping and Nichols was full of praise for him and Feely
1: great ride, I mean, you know, he's got the confidence and maturity to ride like that, that's why he's just fitted in behind Ruby really, really nicely and it would been devastating for him if he'd been at home watching on television today when he was fit to ride which he's proved to everyone today it was a great ride, they went a good gallop that helped him and he just great from him and great from the horse and it's really good to have him back He's blossomed since that first run yeah. of the season what, what's just, been the key to you? Well, as everyone knows, he had a breathing operation in the summer because I was convinced that's what was stopping him last year it's all about confidence and if they've got it in their head that's going to hurt they're not going to breathe, you would sometimes need a run to get them back and even before Ascot I just was never really sure he was what he used to be. Then he won at Ascot and since Asker he's like a different horse. Phenomenal improvement in his confidence so it just shows what you know they can go in and run and not have problems and it, it, does, it does, a, uh, does a lot for them. You're saying almost like he's back to he feels like yeah. he's back to his best well, in does. every sense. What well, he looked at yeah. today went, but your on Wednesday, sense. Wednesday the first time I'd say what I watched him work with Pocklin on Wednesday and I would say this first time I'd seen him back to like that wh- what he was two years ago you know it's, which is good. Very good. Very good. You know, it's, you know, it is good. It is really good. Obviously. Exciting times to come. And of
0: course, Pocklin under top weight, then produced his star turn in taking the vote for AP Gold Cup under top weight. But just over an hour later, Menorah was laying down his marker as a hurdler of real class. A devastating burst of acceleration took him away from Q Card and the others to land the StanJames.com International to move him to the top of the champion hurdle market. Trainer Philip Hobbs is never one to get carried away, as he is well aware of the pitfalls of this game, but he knows this horse is the real deal, and so does his jockey. Richard Johnson.
2: Yeah, he's just. Um, I think he's he's strengthened up now as well, and, and he was obviously very, very good last year, winning the Supreme novices. But he, you know, was only, only a young horse, and I think he has seemed to have done very well over the summer. And I, I thought it was a very good performance in the Great Wood last time under top weight. Um, you know, and a few people thought, well, maybe he's still got to improve, but hopefully now he
0: deserves to take his chance at the Champion Hurdle. Did you surprise you he quickened up just, just in that final stages? Um, I
2: definitely felt he would quicken I was just I didn't really know how much Qcard card would quicken as well um, but you know that they, they were a you know there was four of us there turning in and they're all rated around the 160 mark so i think hopefully it it had to be a handicap was very rarely that wrong so um hopefully it's you know it was competitive race and he hopefully won it was you know a reasonable
0: amount of authority as well now let's all talk about the champion hurdle how did you assess i mean you you know what it's like to win it obviously something like that suggests he can i think he's 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 definitely the right
2: type of horse because he's very nimble he likes cheltenham um he travels night very well
0: He's got all the, the right credentials. It just depends whether he's quite good enough. So these were two golden moments. But we also saw confirmation of another huge talent in time for Rupert. When Paul Webber's runner finished again a runner-up to big bucks in the world hurdle, Paul told me, just wait till you see this horse go chasing. Well, Saturday's effortless win put him centre stage and quite rightly favourite for the RSA
3: chase. Weber had every reason to be impressed. It was terribly smooth today, Rupert, wasn't it? It really was. Um, uh, We couldn't have hoped for any more. His first race looked wonderfully foot-perfect, and today was as well. Um, So far, he's jumped beautifully around Cheltenham twice. I hope they don't move one of these fences before March. (laughs) The
0: expectations now are obviously going to go through the roof because of what he's achieved now in his two
3: races here at Cheltenham. Absolutely, and um, I, to be honest, he's, he's, I've just been told he's 4-1 for March. I'm less frightened about that than I was about him being 11-10 on today in a three-mile novice chase in only his second chase. Um, but I think, you know, we just keep plying on, as my father would have said, just keep it simple, stupid, and, and just try not to do too much wrong. I mean- I mean, he was so effortless today, never under pressure. Do you think
0: when he's really put to the sword, which he would inevitably be in Marsh, faster run race, and even more
3: competitive, that he can find that extra? Well, he did against Big Bucks last year. You know, he's, he does improve through a season, and the improvement he made last season was tremendous. He's only going to turn seven on January the 1st, and don't forget his birthday. Um, and uh, so who, who's to say that he won't keep improving yet? you could think right march now how many more runs before uh i would think he'll go somewhere i haven't mapped it out which is probably a juvenile error but i haven't done yet because it's one step at a time in these novice chases i'm sure um there's nothing for him here at the january meeting without stepping back in trip again which i don't suppose is sensible um i'd imagine he could go somewhere in january to haydock or wherever but he doesn't need to He's got two runs round here. If we have a bad winter, which we might well have, I don't think it'll matter. And for you as a, to have this horse, where does he
0: rank as the horses you've had in your yard? Uh, by far our best. So Time for Rupert was one of five horses to come away from the meeting, who are now favourite for a race at the festival. Which ones will be put in the banker list? Well, hoping to avoid any sense of bias, I think Time for Rupert has to be considered a banker, as does Masterminded. But what Menorah proved is... I think we could be in for a truly wonderful champion hurdle, as Peddler's Cross, Binocular, as well as Khyber Kim could provide us with the race of the festival. But sadly, though, we may not have too much racing to talk about over the coming days, as the weather is continuing to make life difficult for everyone. Hopefully, Haydock will be on at the weekend, and our Racing UK cameras will be there. So hopefully, as always, you can enjoy your racing.